there's going to be some truth in today's episodes. And we're going to be talking about procedures and routines in your classroom that are going to fail. And not like pointing out specific routines that are doomed to fail, but we are at the point of the school year when things may not be going as we had planned at the beginning of the year, just because we have gotten loose in our teaching. We're kind of tired. Our students have gotten to know us better. We've gotten to know them better. And so things have slid a little bit. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about when those classroom routines and procedures fail, and then how to get back on track so that you can reduce your overwhelm and your stress during your school day. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. Today's episode was actually prompted by some issues that we had this morning with our morning routine and getting out of the house. And as I'm reflecting on why that routine wasn't working, there are a couple factors. First off, I believe I was doing more than my children were. So the routines and everything are relying heavily on me and Jared and not as much on the children as they probably could be because the older kids are nine and seven and they can take some responsibility for our routines and procedures in the morning. The other thing is is there were some outside factors that had nothing to do with our routine that really just set us off and got us going down the wrong path. Like my children decided this morning within like the five, 10 minutes before we needed to leave the house that they wanted to clean, to earn some money, to donate to a charity at school today. And they wanted to do it this morning for a whole bunch of different reasons, but it really, it threw us off. So those are some things to remember as a teacher that you may have the greatest procedure and routine in place. And there could be just extenuating circumstances that you have no idea what's going on that could alter your like effectiveness of that routine and procedure. And hopefully it isn't something that is occurring over and over. So what we're talking about today is we're going to be looking at procedures and routines that are failing often. Like every single class period, no matter what class period you're in, it's just, it's not working. You had set it up at the beginning of the year and for some reason, like I said, it's it's just not working. Now we are at a certain point of the school year. We're in third term. This is a time where we have gotten more comfortable with our students. Our students have gotten more comfortable with us. We are a little bit tired. There's the spring fever that is happening. So there's a lot of things that are going on during third term that also make routines and procedures just kind of naturally fail. And some of it is that we just kind of need to tighten up some things. If you are wondering like where to even start, if you don't have any procedures or routines in place, I do have a resource that I'm going to link in the show notes that is a planner that can list all of 
or some suggested secondary routines and procedures that you might want to have in your class and then some questions to ask yourself as you develop those. But today we're really going to be looking at revamping and restructuring or seeing if any of that is really needed. So it's kind of like an audit. So the first question that is spurred from my experience this morning is, is this routine relying more on you as a teacher than on your students? For a routine to be truly successful or a procedure, then make sure that it is working your students harder than it is for you. So it should be that something can run seamlessly without your intervention, without you being the one who is instigating that routine or procedure. So if that is not happening with this particular routine that is causing you problems, that would be where I would start. That is probably one of your root causes is that you are involved too much and you need to be thinking about what is it that students could do or something that could make it automated. Okay, the second one is this routine conflicting against the a natural flow. So an example of this could be where you are having students turn in papers. A lot of times we will plan our classroom before we actually have students in there and before we really think through like how we will be teaching and just kind of like that natural like traffic flow and pattern in our classroom. And so we will put things in places and expect students to turn them in, but it's in some weird corner that no one ever goes near or doesn't ever pass. And so students would have to go out of their way to turn something in. And that could make it so that students don't turn things in. The same thing happens with trash cans. So if you don't have a trash can like on your way out of your room or in a convenient location, more likely than not, students won't be using it. This happens at my house all the time and I'm still thinking about how I wanna change it, but shoes. Like where do people naturally take off their shoes that's where you should put your shoe rack instead of trying to force it to be in a different location. So think about the natural flow. Is this particular routine, is it in direct conflict with a natural flow that's happening? One thing that I also like to do is, as part of like an audit, is to look around like after the class period ends, after cleanup is over and see where students have left things or what things have been left out. And that can usually be a trigger or give you some idea of what isn't working and maybe where things could be just slightly tweaked and relocated to help support that natural flow of your classroom. Okay, the next question is, are the steps of the routine simple and easy to follow? So you should be able to explain your routine very quickly with short sentences that are kind of chunked so that your students can understand them. You'll also want them to be able to explain them back to you. So make sure that as you are thinking about these routines or you're reintroducing them, or you're reviewing them, that you're verifying that they are simple and easy to follow, that there are very few steps in how that routine or procedure works. And if there are multiple steps, that somehow it builds on to something else that they're already naturally doing, kind of like habit stacking. And then the final question is, is this streamlined to minimize confusion and disruptions? So 
if, once again, if we're talking about like your turn in bin, if a student would need to get up in front of the entire class and walk all the way across the room and then goes in front of a million students on their way to the get there and they're poking their friends as they're passing or high-fiving or whatever, then that may not be the best place for that once again, that paper turn-in basket. So just kind of think about, is there a way that that routine or procedure can minimize disruptions instead of making them larger? So as I wrap up this episode, the homework for today is to think about a procedure or routine that you feel like might be failing in your class. And first off, I want you to take a step back and really look at that routine and see if it is constantly failing. If it is something that really does need to be fixed, because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you may actually have no problems with your routines and your procedures right now. But if you do, after you look at that and say, hey, this really isn't working, then look at those three questions. So is this routine relying more on me than on my students? Is a routine conflicting against the natural flow of my classroom? And are the steps of this routine simple and easy to follow that are streamlined to minimize confusion and disruptions? If this routine was helpful to you, it could be for others. To help spread the word about this podcast, take a screenshot of this episode, add it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.